Hi listeners, I'm Z. And I'm Ash, as all of you guys know. <laughs> yep. This these two weeks have been a blur. Honestly. Like, Zara and I just realized that we had to record an episode for tomorrow. <laughs> We're literally doing this like a day before. And we just couldn't believe it's been two weeks. professional tv watchers that talk about it on their very profesh podcast what a life (laughs) um we got hit by a fucking cyclone Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of horrible. To be fair, it wasn't as bad in Bombay, especially because we're privileged enough to, you know, live in these super strong concrete buildings that literally are so unaffected. Um, but yeah, we were hit by a cyclone and I'm just mad. I'm just so mad more than anything because you know, it's happening because of global warming. And as I was looking outside my window, all I could see was like, you know, strong winds knocking over all these lovely, lovely old trees in my garden and the bloody coastal road. They didn't stop the work um, during the cyclone. They kept filling bloody gravel and the sea was so angry and it was trying to like knock or like knock over whatever they were filling and i was just like serves you guys right like why are you building this bloody road um yeah that was event yeah yeah like the entire you know coast and it's just so horrible because my phone literally buzzed right now with an ndtv update saying pmo the announces a thousand crore relief fund for the cyclone and i'm like why that just invest in like nature and the environment and then you won't have to like invest in relief packages because the cyclones won't be as bad like dude i'm just so confused why is the world like this the amount of money that just has to go towards like putting a band-aid on the problems instead of addressing the problems is ridiculous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah what were your thoughts though it was really upsetting Malaba hill is just such a pretty area and i was seeing like 100 year old trees getting knocked down yeah, and just yeah. seeing how the landscape is constantly changing and i think there's also construction going on right now outside of my house where they're like cutting branches off of trees in case there's another cyclone i'm like that's not the issue fam no i hate this and all these trees they're just replacing it with like cute pretty plants and grass that take up like more water and do nothing for the environment it just like looks neat like Mm -hmm. that's not what we need 
truly not what we need. It's <laughs> devastating to see how much the cyclone has affected just, you know, the landscape of Bombay. One thing that I did notice is that I feel like a lot of stray dogs in my community have disappeared after the cyclone like i swear within my lane only there used to be like five to six stray dogs that would constantly like be around sometimes beef with my dog (laughs) but yeah now they've just all gone and it kind of worries me because i was like looking for them during the cyclone and i couldn't find them and yeah i don't know what happened to them that's horrible like all the dogs around my house like they just come in the lobby and like sit in a corner like five six of them whenever it like rains or it's like too hot out um but i don't it's just so sad also birds like during this time we'd get lovely lovely like these white birds from the northwest that migrate here but this year there were literally like five we'd get like thousands before and like the entire you know like all the rocks in the ocean they'd be like covered with these white birds and now they're like five and i'm like what the fuck oh my god that's so depressing yeah i swear it's like animals have an instinct to like get out of bombay because they can tell something bad's about to happen this makes me so angry you know, and I've, I've always, I feel like, been one to, like, romanticize weather and, like, when it rains and there's a storm. But now I just can't do that anymore because I'm, like, it's a bloody cyclone and, like, this is terrible. Like, trees are falling, stuff is flooding, like, people's houses, people are dying. Like, no, you know, can't we just go back to those simple, nice days where yeah. it rained and people were happy? Speaking of rained and people were happy, I feel like it was just a little bit of ignorance back then because there were always people suffering in the rain as others were happy with it. Um, I suppose, yeah. Um, speaking of people suffering, Varun Dhawan <laughs> is in the news. <laughs> what? So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he created a hashtag called hashtag heal with reels. And he posted a video of him dancing to a song and the caption is for every reel of yours we will donate instant electrolytes to our frontline workers. And this was in association oh. with Fast Enough India. And it's kind of weird because I'm like, okay, so if someone makes a reel with your song, then you will donate. It kind of feels like I hate when marketing also includes like donations. You know what I mean? Because it just feels so yeah. inauthentic. Like, why don't you just donate, dude? Why do people have to promote your music for you to do something good? Yeah, that's so true. Like, I get that, you know, at least he's doing something with the money. Um, yeah. And it's for a good cause. But like, you already have so much money that you can donate dude he's not donating though he's doing it in association with some kind of like company yeah yeah even like priyanka chopra like kudos to her like the whole give india campaign but also you have so much bloody money and you're asking like the public that doesn't have as much to donate which is great like more money that's what we want but like you have so much and they donate like just a small portion and then i just feel it's a bit hypocritical asking people that don't earn as much to donate yeah like, i mean i guess in sometimes it's like it's patronizing i guess mm. in some way the way i can like justify it is that if there are people that cannot afford to donate mm-hmm. all they really have to do is create 
like you know a 10 second reel with Varun's song and then yeah. some one will be like donated on hit on their behalf but I only found out about this because of Diet Sabia and someone commented um on Diet Sabia's post being like where's this money being raised where's mm-hmm. this money going I'm a frontline worker since day one and I don't know anyone who has received anything it's all shit mm. yeah and then Diet Sabia like replied with like hugs positivity and electrolytes mm. heart emoji and I'm like oh my god <laughs> Yeah. I have been donating to a lot of campaigns and I've been like following up and I'm like, wait, where yeah. is this going? And I've been like searching all their pages and I'm like, I'm waiting for like progress. Like show me that the money that I donated has yeah. been used. And exactly. some of these like accounts have been like, oh, see, because if we raised X, Y and Z amount today, so many liters of like water have been donated here. So much food has gone here. Mm-hmm. But some campaigns, I'm just like, fuck, did I get scammed? Where is this money going? Yeah, and some of these campaigns were backed shitty. by celebs and I still don't know what the fuck is happening. Ah, oh God, that's so shitty. I mean, transparency is key. Like, it's it's basic. Um, yeah. That, that like, that's sucks. why I was kind of hesitant about reposting to my personal Instagram because I was seeing a lot of my friends post stuff and I'd be like, yeah, I'll donate here. Yeah. And then I feel like the money went nowhere and there's been, like, no updates since, like, you know, the past three weeks. Please follow up because i hope they're using it for the right reason yeah and there were also a lot of like scams like a lot of people were getting scammed like people would like promise oxygen cylinders at the early days of this Mm. pandemic and Mm -hmm. people would like pay like 15k and then never hear from a person again sometimes people are just so shitty like it's surprising yeah like we're not even surprised when people are shitty now but then they reach like a new level of shitty and it's like oh that exists honestly it's it's atrocious. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, let's go away from atrocities and speak about something a little bit more positive. Um, some people are just fried this lockdown and have nothing really to do. And if you want a distraction, the only thing Ashana I can recommend is TV shows. So what have you been watching these days? Honestly, I'm finding comfort in like reruns. Like, you know, all those, like, classic, like, Bojack Horseman, like, Rick and Morty, Adventure Time, like, Shit's Creek, light-hearted shit, but also, like, deep. Yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) How excited are you for the new season? Sometime this year, though, whenever... I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching a lot of reruns as well, but mine have been more towards Modern Family and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Those and are someone... like comfort shows. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, why are they so comforting? And I feel mm-hmm. like they are very comforting because every episode does not have a major, major conflict. You know what I mean? And the conflict will be solved within yeah. that episode. Like, barely within, any cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, even, like, dumb shit, like, shameless or comforting wholesome shows like even this is us 
Mm-hmm. I almost cry every single episode, but it's like so wholesome. Like you feel so warm. It's like I a can't. hug. I can't. I can't. I go. I got through like two episodes, and I'm like, this is just too intense. No, I don't know. I felt so like, good. I felt it's like it was so just good. too sad. And then I found out what happens mm-hmm. at the end, and I was like, thank God I didn't watch it because I would not have the emotional capacity. Oh damn. Yeah. Well, also maybe like shows like Euphoria. Like I've seen it like twice now. And even though it's like kind of intense, I've like found comfort in the intensity. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It's just weird. But then I also like somehow watch Bridgerton again. And like the other day I went on YouTube and saw like, you know how they do those 20 minute clips of like couples you like? They had one of like, what what's their name? Daphne and Simon. The Duke of Hastings. Yeah. Like a full 25 minute like video with like all their scenes and them falling in love. And I was like just watching it, like having like dinner. It's like, what's wrong with me? But you yeah. know what I did? I actually mm-hmm. ended up watching a video where some man read the book and then mm-hmm. compared it to the show. And oh my God, it was very different. For a start, everyone in the book is white because it had to yeah. be like quote unquote <laughs> accurate, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. And the second part, thing that really shocked me is that in the book, the Duke of Hastings is high-key an asshole. Oh, really? Yeah. So apparently he's very like creepy and he really just wanted to get with Daphne like that. And yeah, he wasn't very pleasant and charming and flirty and he wasn't interested in like getting to know Daphne. Like for instance, remember that dinner scene where he comes over to her house? Mm -hmm. So that was in the book, except in the entire scene, he just like stares at her chest and she gets kind of uncomfortable and he's like a very big rake and he's very, very, very promiscuous. And he like, yeah. And it's not until like after he marries Daphne does he realize, oh, I actually might have a thing for her and she's pretty cool and like an emotional person. Oh no, stop. Like they they made him into an amazing person. Yeah, thank God. Because (laughs) Because apparently in like the books, he's like more like, he's more... Fifty Shades of Grey, like you know, oh. damaged and like just you know, sad than like romantic and emotional. Ah, e, I don't like that. I yeah. like the amount of damaged he is in Bridgerton. It's a good so, amount of damage. Yeah, isn't like it? I don't judge myself when I'm attracted to that because I'm also yeah. like the redeeming qualities outweigh the damage. Like, I just find that attractive. I don't. He's exactly my type, Zara. <laughs> <laughs> But sadly, there are no dukes in Bombay. Yeah, there aren't any dukes in Bombay. There are more dupes in Bombay. (laughs) And a shitload of mama's boys. Yep. The dupe of Bandra. (laughs) Like, honestly, you know what we should do? You know how, like, when you go and you be like, oh, I want, like, a lipstick dupe for this lipstick because it's not available in India? Mm -hmm. We should do that and, like, try and find, like, dupes for the duke. (laughs) Yeah. But... Um, but you know what I realized why he's like the good kind of damaged? Because mm. a lot of times characters that are damaged do horrific things. But it's like, yeah. oops, he can do that kind of horrific stuff because he's damaged. Example in the movie After, Harden Scott, oh. aka Ugh. the worst character. He just like, <laughs> he's horrible, but you're supposed to like yes. him because he's damaged. Whereas this yeah. Duke, he's damaged. He, he's flawed, but he's also not doing like atrocious things. Yeah. Don't get me like, wrong. honest about yeah, it. Yeah. Like he's emotionally messy and he can like suppress his feelings but it's not like he ever like does anything like heinously bad to Daphne yeah and he He doesn't like ask the female character to like fix him 
Exactly. You know, like the second like one partner has to fix the other, that's like unattractive. Like that's not happening. Yeah, and that's, that's I mean? very unrealistic standards because mm-hmm. it basically implies that all of the man's failures are a direct reflection of the woman's lack of fixing abilities. Exactly. exactly. Toxic. Toxic. Wow. <laughs> Zara, all we do is watch TV and call out toxic men. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who's not a toxic man? Who's not a toxic man? Captain America. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I made my parents watch Captain America and the Winter mm-hmm. Soldier and they were just like not having it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and they were just like, what is this? Better stuff to do with that time. Yeah. Speaking of better stuff to do with that time, Arjun Kapoor has a movie. I love your transitions today. (laughs) Thank you. But Arjun Kapoor has a movie that's come out. Finally, which one? I don't know. I'm just Googling it right now. It's on Netflix. Sardar Ka Grandson. That's what it's called. Okay. And let's check the ratings of our boys' movie. Do you movie. really want to? Do you really want to? Okay, Google users is one of the best rating systems because it's so honest and like all movies get like 80%. Mm-hmm. 67% liked Sardar Ka Grandson. To oh be honest, God. that's not as bad as like the stuff that's being released now. So, But um, I did see like Ajeeb Dastan on Netflix. What's it's it about? like four stories, stories of like couples, I suppose. And each of them have like this really strong, like sexual undertone, which I really yeah. appreciate because we need more of that in India, I guess, like the way that's dealt with in like a healthy, non-taboo way. I think it's very educational. And it's just basically about four fucked up couples in India and just making it work. Love very, that. Very, like, real life, like, last stories kind of format. Ooh, I'll definitely add that to my list then. Yeah. But um, I just end up coming across the reviews for Sardarka Grandson, and oh mm-hmm. my god, can I read this good one out? Please, go ahead. Some of them are weirdly good, but they, like, I feel like the ones that are good have not seen the movie, you know what I mean? Because they're so vague, <laughs> like, amazing movie, much wow, uh, Arjun did well. <laughs> and I'm like... This is like a one-line review. Sounds and then I found like, like a one-paragraph review. Dude, mm-hmm. listen to this. Honest alert. First of all, ignore all the five-star paid reviews. Second, I am really surprised how directors and makers can come up with such stupid scripts. Wonder where's that trash can from where they pick up this kind of pieces. Extremely stupid and disheartening storyline. Can't expect anything more from Arjun Kapoor, but I am saddened by the fact that many other talents in this movie have to face the wrath of audiences, although they performed well. Nina Gupta and Aditi Rao are the only saving grace for the movie, but this movie is beyond salvageable. Disgusted. Please, for God's sake, focus on the script, writing, narrative, and just logic. (laughs) I love this. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. So are we going to watch it or not? That's probably we have nothing better to do. <laughs> Netflix party, here we come. <laughs> what a sad life. I feel yeah. like we, we've like internally been crying for like a month straight. Dude, actually, I feel like I've cried more in the past couple of weeks than like oh yeah, for the whole sure. year. Yeah. It's insane. It's what the world has come to. <laughs> See, we're getting all sad again. Can we just keep it upbeat and light? 
Dude, in other news, you should actually watch WandaVision because I rewatched that and I was like, oh my god, it is it is a masterpiece of the Maybe manifestation of dealing with grief. Legit, it, that's what it is. It's so good. So, like, all you need to know is that Wanda and Vision um, are two Avengers that ended up falling in love and mm. actually, like, having a good, healthy relationship. But in the last Avengers movie, Vision ended up dying and he had to die and Wanda had to kill him in order for like Thanos who's the villain to not like take over the universe so Wanda had to like kill Vision and she did but then all Thanos did was go mm. back in time and kill Vision himself and Vision died and was really sad and then um yeah and basically and then Wanda ended up getting like killed by Thanos for like five years but then she came back to life and she has, like, no recollection of the past five years since she wasn't alive. And everyone's kind of moved on. But she's, like, still, like, you know, in her mind, her lover died, like, an hour ago. So this takes place a week into her reappearance. So she's, like, she imagines, like, her love has, like, died a week ago when in reality he's been dead for five years. So it's super weird for her because the world has moved on, but she's not moved on. And it's, like, a oh. manifestation of her grief. Yeah, I mean, that does sound good. It is really good. So, like, right now, finding, like, dystopian stories to watch. Like, I went back to, like, American Horror Story for some reason. Like, I took a long break. But, you know, like, shit, like, dark. And, like, I'm so happy Stranger Things is, like, coming back. I Um, never got into that genre. But I was like, maybe I should give American Horror Story a shot. Because I liked other stuff that that creator did. Like, I I think the creator behind that also did, like, Glee and Scream Queens, which I loved. Yeah, I think you really, like, enjoy American Horror Story. Like, it's so dystopian and fucked. But, like... Where do you stream it? It's also wholesome. Um, I think it's on Netflix, no? Oh, sick. Then I can download stuff on my phone. Yeah. Watch it, it I'll tell you which seasons to watch. Do you need to watch all the seasons for it to make sense? I mean, kind of in an ideal world, but like also not really. They're not like connected. Oh, okay. I really like that then. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to ask, you know how we like use TVs and like other people's stories as a form of like escapism. Have you noticed yourself like escaping through other things also? books i've gotten back into reading but like only like the trashiest books ever and i'm contemplating buying midnight sun (laughs) she is not where i expected this answer to head but i'm not i mean i have standards i'm not but like should i at this point what do i have to lose what about you i've started like doing puzzles with my building friends like we formed like a sort of bubble and we're doing like this puzzle exchange club where we're pooling Mm -hmm. puzzles with like our other friends and like exchanging it and I think it's been fun like I've never seen myself as a puzzle person but it's so like calming when like the pieces fit and I just think it's like a metaphor for life you know like I was trying to like make it all like intense and deep and then the next thought in my mind was why not get the hardest puzzle which is like a 2000 piece all white puzzle like no print it's just white oh my god and that's supposed to be the hardest one and i'm like why i can I imagine do this to myself like am oh i like god. that fucked in the brain that i like want myself to suffer but like i'll enjoy it so much no dude you know what you should get you should get the transparent puzzle yeah, it's like the same like concept, right? Like no 
print like you just have to see if the pieces fit and like make it work trial and error yeah, i'm like that's literally life if you finish that you need to post it on mitim's stories you actually do it's already in my cart i think i'm just gonna order it <laughs> I order like, it yeah i'll be so satisfied when it's done and then i'm gonna send it over to you so you get tortured as well love that you know what? If you actually like puzzles so much, you need to. And I've said this before on the podcast. You need to see Jigsaw, which is a stand-up special by this Scottish comedian called Daniel Sloss, because it's all about how life is a jigsaw puzzle, oh, and you would oh, love nice. it. Okay, while doing my puzzle, I shall. You watch would actually this. love it. Sounds like a plan. This is our life. Like this is my life: puzzles and Netflix and yeah. escape. Watch it tonight, honestly. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess life is just as complicated as a puzzle and we're trying to make the pieces fit and work and yeah, mm-hmm. you guys get to hear our crazy journey while we do this. So, yeah, thank you for tolerating another <laughs> very um haphazard episode. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week and actually no, the week after. And yeah. we'll tell you all about the life updates that we have gone through. It's quite life-changing, you guys. So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Bye.